What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Couch, and the NBA is back. I can't wait. I'm so excited for this episode. This is our NBA Palooza episode. To begin, me, Letty, Butsy, and Jordan are going to be giving out and grading our NBA hot takes going into this season. And then finally, after that, we are going to be talking about drafting some NBA breakout players. And then, to wrap it up, me and Jordan are just going to kind of walk through and talk out the James Harden saga, one of the most interesting stories in basketball right now. So without further ado, here is Letty, Jordan, Butsy, and I. We're finally back. It's time. An NBA segment, finally, with all four of us. I have Letty, I have Jordan, and I have Butsy in the house. We're going to be beginning by grading NBA takes. Um, and the grading scale is based on how uh, likely we think that the takes are. Um, you can also grade it on hotness as well. So we can give out two grades, one grade, whatever. Um, I'm very excited to do this. I'm very excited for the season. I know we are all very excited. Who wants to give out their first take or could I go first? It's up to you guys. You you do it. Oh, yeah. You're the host. All right. You. Okay. I'm, uh, I think that this is the year that Luca asks out or gets mad at the Mavericks organization. And I think that's going to happen because I think the Mavericks team this year is going to miss the playoffs. Um, I am very down on this team. And I did some research because I was like kind of thinking about who I think is going to be, you know, a candidate for one of those players middle of the season that gets pissed off and asks for a trade that we've seen really recently. Um, that's happened a lot. And I looked into it. Luca was drafted in 2018. Okay. Since then, the Mavericks have traded for Chris Stapps, Porzingis, who butted heads with Luca. Uh, it was very public. These guys did not like each other. Um, they got rid of him. They lost Rick Carlisle, who's a really good co- coach, and we can see him continue to be good with Indiana. They hired Jason Kidd, who I'm not a fan of. I don't think he's a good coach. Um, I've had a lot of issues with just the way that he coaches. I think he can fix a lot of things, and I, I'm just not a fan of him as a coach. They brought in and let go of Christian Wood and Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, they let Jalen Brunson walk for nothing in free agency yep. when it seemed like he wanted to stay with Dallas as well, might I add. They brought in Kyrie, which I don't know. It depends on how you feel about him. He's a really good player, but he doesn't necessarily play all the time, and he comes with his own baggage. And they most recently have brought in Grant Williams, Omax Prosper, and Derek Lively is second. Those two rookies are going to play a lot. Um, and since 2018, which was Luke, Luca's rookie year, the Mavericks have lost in the first round of the playoffs twice, went to the West Finals where they lost once, and then missed the playoffs twice. If I'm Luca, I want to get the fuck out of Dallas. I think this is a poorly uh, run team. Uh, I'm, I think Mark Cuban's kind of not been great either. Uh, they recently got sued in 2022. They settled out of court, but they got sued. So there's been off-the-court issues. There was um, a harassment issue. Uh, in the in the building as well with the staffers and everything that they've been dealing with. If I'm Luca, I see how teams like the Hawks, the Celtics, and the Suns have been making consistent trades, like with the Hawks bringing in Jante Murray, getting rid of John Collins. There's been a lot of movement with those three teams, and they're building around Tatum, Booker, and Trey, who are Luca's peers. So that's my first that's my first kind of pick here. I think the Mavs are going to be bad here, and I think this is going to push Luca to call and ask to be traded, or just at least let the you know, the team know that he's kind of pissed off. So I don't know. What do you guys grade that in terms of likeliness and in terms of hotness? Are we going one to 10? Let's go one to five on two grades on how hot you think the take is and on how realistic you think it is. And it's a one to five, five being 
flaming hot you think this is and unrealistic or one being like you think it's gonna happen all right i think this is a three in terms of how hot of a take it is i think it's a four in terms of how likely it is i have this in my notes so you just stole one of mine i'm down to one hot take now thank you for that (laughs) um I hate how this team is built. They were horrible on defense last year. I know they brought in Grant Williams. That helps a little bit. But unless Derek Lively is like something actually really special as a defender, they have really bad interior defense. Yeah, I don't think he is either. So um, Kyrie and Luka, I don't think work together because of their defensive struggles. And they didn't really mesh great on offense either. So um, I think this could easily happen. I think Luka's probably the first on the list of superstars to ask out. All right. Butsy, Led, anything to add? Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think it's I think it's framed in a, I want to frame it in a different way, um, because I think Luke is part of the problem in Dallas. Like I don't think that him asking for a trade, you know, and him going to a different team could automatically make that team one of the top contenders. Um, I've been on record saying that I Harden will never win a championship because of the way he plays, where he's so ball dominant, and you know when he averages. 40 point 30 you know 30 point triple doubles it's on one of the worst you know it's when he has the ball in his hands every time down the floor um Luca I feel is the same way uh, I feel like he's just so ball dominant that it's really difficult to have to play with other stars and in in order to win in this league you do need at least two probably three all-stars now I mean that's it's just kind of how it is so um uh, I think Luca will be pissed and I think he will ask for a trade so I like on a scale from hotness, I think it's low on the hot scale and, and high on the likely likeliness scale. Yeah. But I think he's absolutely part of the problem in Dallas. I mean, and he also plays just no defense. Um, so their defense has been horrific over the past few years. And I think his effort lacks big time. So I uh, want to see a lot, a lot out of Luka uh, early in this like first half of the season to make me believe that he will make an impact, like a large positive impact on a team uh, if he does get traded. Yeah, and also I think he hasn't always come in in the best of shape to start the season. Um, I think recently he's come in in better shape, but it's not like he's coming in and he's not getting tired in the games or he's not coming in a little chunky. So, But Letty, how do you feel about that one? Yeah, I mean, you guys really covered all the bases. Um, I want to see him step up. I think he can get another level to his game where he could be more of a two-way player and he could defend because I think Defending is really like 70, 80% effort. And then the rest of it is just like how you move, your footwork, your wingspan, all that stuff. Um, yeah, you guys covered all of it. I like the comparison to Harden. He's just a ball dominant player. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think it's a hot take at all. I think it could definitely happen. I think we also talked about D'Lo and that contract for the Lakers having, as it adds up to the same number as Kyrie's contract so I think maybe if the Lakers aren't doing very well D'Lo and someone else I forget who it was Rui Kyrie to yeah Rui Kyrie to the Lakers is not out of the cards so and if that happens then and then Luca has no help which means he's going to want to move on my hot take I don't really think it's that spicy but my hot take is Devin Booker first team all NBA book it I think Dude, he's so fucking good. <laughs> Just watch the way he plays. Watch how he gets to his spots so easily. I don't know. I mean, I, I would want you guys to argue this more than I really have to sell Devin Booker. Yeah. Can I I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right on that with you, Led, and let me tell you why. Without CP three now, he is the point guard in Phoenix. And we know that he can score with the best of them in the NBA. 
Um, he proved it last year. He's proven it this year already, one game in. Uh, and he, you know, he doesn't really need to prove that to us anymore because we know he's a top tier scorer. But he was a very, very good playmaker last night. Uh, I think he will be the more ball dominant player going forward when it comes to like you know the playmaking position at the point guard. You know, running, uh, running screen and rolls, pick and rolls. You know, relying on that guy to make a big pass towards the end of games and. You know, credit to Booker because he stepped up in a big way. I know he had a few turnovers where he got absolutely mauled that they didn't get uh, and he didn't get calls on. But I think as the season progresses, he will become a better playmaker and and not make as many mistakes and just be a better point guard overall. Plus last game, too, when it wasn't the scoring, it was he needed to take over the game and he did. But it was all through passing and getting right, right. to where he needed to go and just initiating the offense. Um, I, I love Devin Booker. I I wish Tatum was more like Devin Booker. Um. I love that he chirps people and gets into fights. He was getting into it with Kaminga last night. Um, he has, I hate saying it, but he has that fucking dog in him. I hate that term, but he has that and it works for him. Um, yeah, I'm I'm all in on that. It kind of goes with my next take, which is the Suns are the second best team in the West and no one's talking about it. Um, I think people were low on the Nurkic edition. We saw it last night that he was awesome. Um, people are low about that because, you know, he gets injured a lot. So I'm not going to, go say that was a win yet, but I do think people were lower on Nurkic as um, an asset when they didn't think about the pick and roll opportunities that you can run with him. He is such a big body um, that he takes up so Max, much space. Max, who is, who is your top three in the West right now? Uh, Denver. It's Denver, um, the Suns, and there was just a move at three because I had the Warriors over the Lakers, but I think the Lakers are going to number three. Um, I'm a little worried with the Warriors after what I saw last night. I thought Chris Paul, I thought he was going to be a really good addition. And I know it's the first game and it's an overreaction, but there was a lot of, he just kind of seemed like he wasn't fitting in as seamlessly. I had thought um, he's really meticulous and slow with the ball and likes to dribble it out. Uh, the Warriors are all about passing and movement and constant motion. If you watch Curry run, he, or if you count the mileage on Curry, like if you watch him, he just kind of loops around in circles. Um, Chris Paul kind of slowed the offense down last night. And I thought, I thought that was different, and um, I don't think Clay. I think we're not getting prime Clay back, obviously. So I'm a little bit lower on the Warriors after that game. So I would have the Lakers at three. Okay, I agree with that. I was just saying that was your second take was Suns the Suns number two. Yeah, because I feel like no one's really talking about them. Uh, this take was way. I felt a little bit warmer before last game. Um, when I made those takes, I think now people are kind of on the Suns bandwagon. But, um, Jordan, what was your other take? My other take. So, Max, you obviously don't go to school with Letty and Butts and I. Uh, Ledwith and I have a little friendly wager to start off the NBA season, and I made it my hot take. We have a an embarrassing bet placed on the Thunder versus the Timberwolves regular season record this year. I have chosen oh. the Thunder to, to have a better record than the Timberwolves. So Ooh. let me hop in on that Thunder bet with you, buddy. I'm there. Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't want you want to know what the punishment is first? Yeah. He doesn't need to know. He's that confident about the thunder. <laughs> well, let me let me. All right. Loser of this bet has to run from my house to our local bar in their underwear while there's a party going on. So everyone's outside. Migration everyone's during easy. the migration period. <laughs> during Dude, the that's migration. Like five miles. Easy. Easy. <laughs> that's easy money. Put me in. Easy half thing. mile. <laughs> totally. All right. That's... Jordan's not that confident in his body, so it's gonna be hilarious to watch. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm doing trying to cover himself up. <laughs> sit-ups and fucking planks every day till the end of the season. No, I don't care. I'm not I don't have to be confident in my body because I'm not losing this bet. Uh the... I think bad body's funnier though. <laughs> Having like that's I think bad body's the way to just get really out of shape. Just yeah. fully commit to getting out of shape for this. Yeah, I'm gonna get fat on purpose so just to show Letty how confident I am. Yeah, that you're I'm gonna not act like it's shit. on purpose, but you're just gonna fucking muck 100. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually just gonna keep eating like I've been eating. That's all I'm gonna do. Uh, all right, can I give my take? Yes. So the Thunder won 40 games last year without a real center. They now bring in Chet, who last year was the second pick in the draft. Uh, got injured. And sat out an entire season, which I think, honestly, is probably good for him because he was so skinny. He needed to have some time in the weight room, which he did. He already looks – he is still skinny, but he already looks better than he was uh, coming out of college. And the things that I've been seeing from Chet in the preseason are really good rim protection, really good um, offensive capability. He can shoot. He can uh, rim run, catch lobs, all that stuff. So I love Chet and the addition he brings. They also have the young guys. This is such a young team for the Thunder. Um, Shea Giddy and Jalen Williams are all super young. Dort's young too. They're, they obviously have another year together of improvement, another offseason of improvement. And also, let's let's talk about the Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves, other than Anthony Edwards, are an absolute mess. I think the Rudy Gobert trade is one of the worst trades in NBA history. They're an absolutely terrible pairing. Um, it forces Towns to defend on the perimeter, and he can't do that. And Rudy... Uh, for even if you think he's really good on defense and a good rim protector, he's a no doubt he's a negative on offense. So uh, why don't you respond to that lead with some nonsense? <laughs> so the reason I made this bet wasn't to any fault of the, of the thunder. I think they will be probably around a 500 team. I think what I saw from Anthony Edwards in the off season, his progression, him taking over team USA with all those studs on it. He's going to go nuts. He's going to make it all NBA team. I think Jada McDaniels is another guy who's going to take a step up. Another guy is going to take a step up. Um, I think the lineup of Ant, sorry, the lineup of Ant, Jada McDaniels, Cat, and Rudy Gobert had one of the best defensive efficiencies when they were all on the floor together. I think it's just a matter of them all staying healthy at the same time. I think it's uh, Jada McDaniels is a hidden superstar, and I think Rudy Gobert, superstar? not superstar, star, 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 star. <laughs> Um, I like it. And Rudy, <laughs> Rudy is going to do what Rudy does, and he's going to be top five in Terrible. defense in the league, and he's going to be a liability <laughs> on offense, but it's not going to matter because they're going to have other guys like Ant, Cat, Tatum McDaniel step up. Do you like Cat? Are you a Cat guy? Because I don't know about Cat. I'm not, not a Cat guy. I think he does what he does well. I wouldn't want him on my team per se, but I think he'll get you 25 a night, pretty efficient shooting. I think so. he is – bad for Anthony Edwards and I say that because like you said Ant's ascending he could easily propel we could see him you know becoming like a top 10 player this year um I don't think that's out of the question but with Cat on his team is Cat really the guy who's going to just surrender the team and hand the keys over to Ant I don't know I think there's some chemistry issues and some roster construction issues what'd you say you 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 watch your damn mouth you watch your damn mouth (laughs) funny Um, how he said the same thing a week ago I was he wrong you're a parrot no, he's not wrong. Cat is well, good, but I think Ant's going to be too fucking good to not give him the ball, and people are going to start realizing that Cat's going to be like, all right, fine, I'm going to let this guy go nuts. Yeah, but Cat's a big personality, and he's going to be mad if he doesn't get the ball. Also, they I, the, this whole bet relies on the Timberwolves making this, understanding that this is Anthony Edwards' team, and it's not Cat's team. Um, years past, it was Cat's team. It's not. Also, let's not forget that Portland straight up said no for Cat. <laughs> like, 
they had a trade on the table centered around Cat for um, Damian Lillard, and they just straight up said no to that. So I don't think, uh, you know, Carl Anthony Towns's uh, value within the league is extremely high right now. And I oh voice crack. I think people are starting to catch on that there's just something. It's personality. Like he he should probably stop giving interviews because he gives terrible <laughs> interviews all the time. And he just kind of has a way about him if you watch him on the court where he he's all NBA first team, um, you know, bitching on the court. Like it's him, Julius Randle kind of showing up the backcourt there like they he's got to figure that out. Um, I, I would like to see him get moved. Honestly, I think he's hindering um, Edwards as well. Uh, but see, let's get let's hear a take from you. Yeah, my take. <clears throat> so I'm going to put first before you go. Can you tell us uh, who you're picking between me and Led? If you had to, uh, I'd probably say I don't know. <laughs> wow, you know, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> he has no idea. No clue. Yes, right. going. I have no idea. Give a take. A Give a take. I don't have a clue. Uh, my take is that the Miami Heat will be lucky to make the playing game this year. Um, I think that <laughs> that's hot. That's five out of five hot. That is spicy, five out of dude. Five that hot. is piping hot. Knock, that's I, yeah. That's milk. that's very. Actually, hot. you know what? Uh, can I adjust it to not being lucky to make the play? No. To be it, they're going to be in the <laughs> bottom. Half of the no, you can't adjust it because you well, you can't finalized. give out a take Sorry. and then see us all hate it and then adjust it. <laughs> no, it's the same take. It's the same take. Oh, if you guys don't be, like it, fuck it. They will be in the bottom half of the plan. They will be. You in took the your hand off the chest piece, dude. Say they have to be lucky. Fine, they'll be lucky. Fuck you, fuckheads. Dude, uh, you don't think? Did you think they're lucky to be a, a top ten seed in the East? Yeah, I think they're. I think they're really, really not. I, I think they're bad. Um, besides Jimmy Bam and Hero, are you like? Do you really think that like Kyle Lowry is still is still good? Like, do you think? Do we think that Kevin Love has still got something left in the tank? And besides that, like their bench, like they're gonna rely on Jaime Jaquez to be. He's good. A, He's good though. He's he's looking so like, good. He's okay. Like he's good. Is he? Gonna, we don't know yet, but he's looking. Is he going to be solid. like six man of the year material for the for the Heat? Like I just don't trust the construction of the Heat roster. Um, I think losing Struess and Vincent, who were you know Heat culture guys, I think losing those two uh, over over the offseason is going to hurt them in a big way. Um, they had a really great chemistry about them last year. I think they're not going to have that this year. And I think the East there's a there's a da- a lot of damn good teams. Um, and I, I think that they're going to be in the bottom half of the plan or even lucky to make the plan. I just don't think that they have the talent to be, you know, safe from the plan. Letty, why don't you describe that look on your face? <laughs> I'm just wondering, but do the Bulls or the Raptors make the playoffs over yeah. in this case? I think the Bulls can. I don't know. I don't know about I think that the Bulls one. Can. Are the Pacers definitely so- are the Nets better than them? Are we going five on yes. the hot scale? Yes. I'll go five on the hot All scale. All those teams are better than the Miami Heat, the the team that just won the Eastern Conference. I think the Brooklyn Nets are. I think the, the... Nets are? What? No way you think that. <laughs> I think the Brooklyn Nets are. No, 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 no. Let him dig his own grave. I want to hear this. <laughs> I think the Pacers are, and I definitely think the Bulls are. I think the Bulls are actually the one dude, that I'm the most confident Letty, about. Letty and I are, are ultimate Pacers fan club, dude, and they are not better than the Heat. That's just not right. We'll see. We'll see. Well, right. I think I think Jimmy Bam and Spolstra is like auto play. Yeah, like, that's auto. Don't yeah, even have to think about it. 
Jimmy himself, but, you could argue, is autoplay in, but that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, Jimmy yeah, versus Mikhail no Bridges. Jimmy versus Mikhael Bridges. Gonna, Bridges hey, like, we're we'll just going to have the season. We'll just let the hey, season play out. Listen, I have I do have to give Butts credit because Letty and Max may have just gave the coldest takes of all time saying yeah, the like, Suns are good. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, the Suns might be the best. <laughs> that's true. Best <laughs> I did say the Suns are Might be good this year. Could Devin, Devin Booker, Booker might um, be good? Possibly be a first. This is what happens, Led. They team up. They team up on you, dude. Um, all right, well, dude, you guys like said like random I gotta, news article like headlines like like you gave obvious a bad take. stuff. That's okay. like, everyone, everyone who watches basketball. <laughs> Who's me? Don't act like you're not guilty in this. Yeah, it's you a just bad said take. the Suns were gonna be two. No, not you. I'm saying oh, uh, you gave a bad take. Uh, all right, oh, this is a shit guys, show. Oh my bad God, takes. It's, it's hot takes. It's hot takes. You gave one on the cold takes. I gave it five on the hot scale. Got it. All right, like be right but be boring. Go ahead. Boring. Okay. I have another it's gonna one. It's going to be boring. I, it's, I'm excited for this to be boring. <laughs> Go ahead. This is livid. Go ahead. I'm so mad right now. All right. Go ahead. Um, I'm trying to. Play out. All right. The Clippers are going to make a trade, but it's not for who you think. I think the Clippers are trading for uh, DeMar DeRozan. Oh. But, okay. But he's that dude, that got a reaction out of lead. You can't be mad at that, but um, all right. DeRozan is 34. He's entering the final year of his three-year $85 million contract. I'm a big fan of DeMar. He is an LA native. Um, He is... I think he's a Lakers fan, though. I don't know if that necessarily matters. Uh, I think it's time for this Bulls team to shake things up, and they don't have a ton of draft capital because they made the Vucevic trade, um, and they've you know spent capital to bring in guys. But this team is unique because they have a bunch of really solid pieces. They just don't seem to be fitting together really well. Um, I think that they could do not a full blown rebuild, but kind of like a re a retooling quickly that you know uh, could bring in a bunch of good players. Um, I think that they just kind of. Instead of consolidating, I think they need to get rid of some of their stars and bring in newer players and kind of find an identity for this team and rebuild on the fly. And I think you can do that with guys like, um, you know, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Alex Caruso being your big three uh, trade tar- like assets that you can give out. I think both, all three of those guys are going to net, you know, different assets that you can use to build a team, you know, relatively quickly and also bring in much needed draft capital for the future because right now right now they're mediocre and they don't have draft capital. What is and that, what does this do for the Clippers though? I get it for the yeah. Bulls, but why would the Clippers for the Clippers DeMar? bring in DeMar DeRozan because the exact reason you you said for James Harden that they want to get butts in the seat. I think DeMar DeRozan brings a lot more people than James Harden. I think DeMar DeRozan is way better than James Harden now. Uh if you trade him for Paul George or whatever, I like that fitting better with Kawhi as well. Um, DeMar DeRozan's a guy who's going to play a lot more than both of I, those guys. And he's, I think he, you know, fits in with that team better. And at least at the very least brings people to that new arena, which is a big reason you guys wanted to bring in James Harden. I think the Clippers are, are dead. Like I, I really do. I, I think that this whole experiment with the Clippers is over because Kawhi is unable to stay healthy. That like, that's a Kawhi and PG are unable to stay healthy. Like period. Like, we can keep trying to say, oh, let's let's wait for them to be healthy, but it happens every goddamn year where they're not healthy. So it's like, do do you guys want to keep waiting and keep trying? It's not like he's sitting out because of load management or sitting out because he's a bitch. The guy is genuinely hurt. Kawhi is genuinely hurt every time he sits out. I just don't trust that if you bring in Demar, that's gonna fix the Kawhi being injured all the time problem. Um. But that's so not the problem I, that necessarily needs to be fixed, though. You need to have you have this big arena coming up. You need to be somewhat interesting, and you need to have people that are willing to come. And I think Demar, he one, he plays, 
to he will be an immediate fan favorite and that will bring people to at least come to the Clippers games which so at the end of the day is, is this like a PR a PR trade <laughs> I mean no it's it, I think it makes them better if you're at if you're getting rid of Paul George it, it makes a, it's a better trade than the James Harden trade for sure um, oh yeah yeah and I, mean, I think I, I like if they're that. looking to trade James for James Harden why would they not be looking to trade for DeMar DeRozan for those same assets or why would you not be willing to move off of Paul George who's a little bit older and has a worse injury history than DeMar DeRozan you bring him in and he's a guy who actually plays every night and he can be your star you know every night um because I, 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 I think it's banking on a lot too like you're 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 assuming that DeMar can win you a title if I don't think that no, trade. I don't think so because I don't I don't think they're in like you said they're not in position to win a title so I don't they're not one move away from so winning what is a title. It, so all it does for the Clippers is bring brings people to the arena. Well, yeah, it's a business. Like I'm trying yeah. to find I'm trying to find the lot like they so bought, it's a PR trade. Like I'm trying to find the lot. Well, no, it makes them a better team. It makes them a better team as well. Better fit with them than Demar Derozan. Thank they you, Ludwig. Thank you. They need the guy who averaged the most assists in the league last year. But are you getting that James Harden though? I don't know. You're also, getting... you wouldn't you wouldn't give up Paul George for it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why you would give up Paul George for DeRozan either. Um, DeRozan's also thirty four. Like they're both old. I know DeRozan has better injury history, but DeRozan's I don't see good. The Clippers doing this. I think this is a DeRozan's good for sure. I think this is a five on the hot take scale. I don't I don't see why the Clippers would do this. I think if they make a trade, it is the James Harden trade. Who welcome uh, to the club, way. Max. Welcome Thank to the club. You. Um, all right. <laughs> Feels good. Mine wasn't bad. Um. All right. Are there any other? You said the Clippers <laughs> should do a trade to get people. Yeah, to I just come like to the I just arena. like getting Butsy press, dude. He gets mad. Um. Okay. Any other takes, or should we? Can we go to our draft? I'm all. No, I don't want to do the draft. All right. No. So next, we're going to be drafting um NBA players that we think are going to have breakout seasons. Um. So rookies are excluded. We're not picking any rookies, um, because they haven't had a season yet. But these are guys that we think are going to sort of, you know, break out and become guys in the NBA, if that makes sense. Like, there's players, and then there's guys, and we think that these players are going to become guys. So, um, draft order will be Butsy first. All right. Then Letty, then Jordan, then me. Um, and we're not going Snake, because I fuck it up every time. So, we're just going to go same order. What, what's the matter with we so, what, we'll, we'll talk to you Snake. We'll talk, Fine, we'll, we'll go Snake. We'll go Snake. Draft. Have you never done a fantasy football draft? I, no, uh, yet. I don't know. Okay, yes, I have. <laughs> Um. All right, we're gonna do. Snake. You just froze up there. Was that the hardest wire. question? Hardest no. question you've ever been asked. It was up there. All right. Sorry, <laughs> Butsy. We're going three. We're gonna draft three guys. So three rounds. All right, let's do it. Butsy, okay. start. My <laughs> first pick is gonna be Cade Cunningham. Uh, oh, he was on my big board. That's good. That's good. I'm sorry. Sorry to take him off a big board. Um, but I, I'm, I think Kate Cunningham, after sitting out the majority of last season, uh, I had a great summer. Everyone was talking about in the Team USA camp uh, that he was the best player in the gym. Um, I think he's going to have an outstanding breakout season this year um, with a young, the young team, new coach. Uh, I like the direction that the Pistons are headed overall. And I think Kate Cunningham is going to be the focal point of that team going forward. Uh, expect him to have a huge, huge year this year. I like it. That's, I that's like a good it. pick. Short and to the point. Short to the point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, gonna... I'm with you. I think he's. I think he's gonna be awesome. Um, and I think he's gonna kind of. I have Detroit going over on their win total. I forget. It's it's like thirty something, maybe high twenties. But Kate's gonna be a big part of that. Another max hot take: Detroit to get thirty two wins. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> a hot take. That was just a bet I made. The line's thirty one and a half. <laughs> you guys ready for my long? 
very monotone dialogue right here. It doesn't have to be. Doesn't like, I think Desmond Bain is going to be a breakout candidate for the year. Who? All right. I think Desmond Bain is going to be crazy oh. this year. I think coming off a great year, very efficient 21 points per game, only played 31 minutes a game, which is bound to skyrocket because now he's the primary ball handler with Jai out for the first 25. Grizzlies just signed him to a monster deal, five-year at 207 mil. Um, shot 40% from three. There's no reason why he can't average 26 to 28 a night when Jaws out. Um, he doesn't have Dylan Brooks next to him anymore, jacking threes, so he'll get more volume with that too. No Tyus Jones to step in and fill that role, so he's the guy. He's creating. Um, I watched him against the Bucks in preseason. Um, Handel looks nuts. Crazy step back, stopping on a dime, drilled some shots, and he's a threat because he scores at all three levels. He can come off the screen, handle it. He's We know he can has limitless range. Um, but then he's also got like that weird kind of girth to him. He's got that strength where he can kind of bump defenders out of the way and just get to his spot whenever he wants to. Um, also, average, sneaky average, like almost five assists last year. So expect the Grizzlies to run their offense through him for the first 25, maybe even 30 games while Ja gets his legs under him. I like that. I'm a, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have picked him this high. I, I think, but I think he's good. I think it's good. I might, the only downside would be like, because Jaw's out, he might be one of the focal points of the defense instead of Jaw, which, but mm-hmm. that's how, that could cause him to break out. So yeah, I'm I'm go I'm good with that pick. Uh, Jordan, what's your pick? Uh, can you go for me, Max? I'm gonna relocate real quick. Okay. Um, I am going to pick with my first pick, Benedict Matherin. Um, this guy's gonna be awesome. He's sort of uh scootish in the way that he just runs his ass off as and plays as hard as he fucking can. Um. And with him, it's kind of adding a finesse to his game and just kind of almost slowing himself down because he's so fast. And I, I've watched him. Like, I watched a lot of Pacers last year. I'm going to watch a lot of Pacers this year. And last year, I watched him sort of just develop over time. And he was just he, – he there were nights when he was, like, one of the better players on the floor. And with Tyrese Halliburton manning the, manning the way – they really he adds like a major maturity to that team that I think um is really needed. And Ben Math just has like that killer attitude and I'm very in on him. I think this is gonna be a breakout season for him for sure. Um yeah, so that's my next it. pick. Yeah. I love it. I think the pacers are gonna be good. I think the pacers almost go as far as Benedict Matherin goes. They're gonna get him yeah. a shit ton of shots this year. He's he's gonna be their best scorer, probably. Like Tyrese Halliburton is a twenty two and maybe 10 maybe 12 type of guy so i think ben is definitely the the best scoring option on that team i love the take thank you Jordan. all right i'm in a, i'm in a new location uh you guys made some good picks but this is kind of like letting jason tatum fall to the celtics at the third draft pick um i'm getting the and best part in the draft here in peyton pritchard thank oh. you very much oh, <laughs> you're a joke oh, you're a fucking joke dude. that was one, he's on my big board to get him on the second round i can't wait till he scores six points tonight Oh, All right, please. Uh, yeah, against your bitch ass. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> Julie. Julie. All right. Julie. Uh, coming oh, off of career fuck. lows in points, assists, rebounds, minutes, and shooting percentage last year. Jordan, why is he going to break out? That's crazy. Uh, well, after trading uh, Grant Williams, Rob Williams, Marcus Smart, and Malcolm Brogdon, he's coming into a huge role this year. He's going to have way more minutes, 
way more shot attempts. Brogdon was the spark plug off the bench last year. He averaged close to 20. I think he did average 20. Um, that's Pritchard's role this year. He is replacing Malcolm Brogdon. I'm not saying he's going to average 20, but he was utilized incorrectly last year. He was an off-the-ball guy. He was just waiting for catch-and-shoots. That's not who he is. If you watch him in college, if you watch him his rookie year, if you watch him when he when he uh, is utilized the right way, he's a bucket getter. He breaks people down. He knows how to score. I think Pritchard steps into this spark plug role perfectly for the Celtics, the best team in the league, and uh, helps him win a championship this year. So thank you, boys, for letting Pritchard slide to me. Does anyone want to respond, or should we go snake? And I just take the second best player in the draft. Just take it, take, go. Just let you. <laughs> you're on a roll right now. Jalen Brown's left hand. Oh, I love Drew Holiday I love so it. much. I love by him. the way, dude, I love the defensive like. Porzingis just blocking uh, Randall right there. It was nice. Sorry, Live reaction yeah. to the game right now, by the way, guys. Jordan, <laughs> why don't you give oh us the God, second best Randall player in the draft? Threw the ball out the second best player in the draft. I mean, this is like peanut butter and jelly, uh, salt oh, and geez. pepper. Jesus Christ. <laughs> give me oh, Tyrese Maxey. I'm absolutely loaded. You guys lost this draft already somehow. Not a lot of Doesn't defense look back like... there. How is that a breakout? How is that a breakout? How? Well, explain to me how he's going to have a breakout and not just do what he, he did last year, which is very impressive. He, don't don't get averaged... me wrong. He averaged 20 last year. Very good. He uh, He's going to make an all-star team this year. Oh, oh love it. James Harden, oh. James oh Harden doesn't look like he'll be playing for Philly this season. Um, so, again, expanded role. He has stupid talent. We've all seen the talent. Crazy speed, great handles, amazing shot-making ability, great finisher. He was uh, he was ready to break out last year, but Harden was the second option. Maybe, maybe he was ready to break out the year before, but now he's really ready. He's been waiting for this. Um, he's going to have to take a bunch of shots with this team. Uh, new coach. New roster. He's taking Harden's role. I think he's. Uh, I think he's an all-star this year. Love it. Yeah, Thank I you. agree. I mean, if you argued that, you're if you argue that, you're a fool. So uh, led with. Who do I got? My next guy. I briefly touched upon him already, but I want to glaze him again. Jaden McDaniels. This guy. This guy. Can paid. guard one through five. He got paid. There's a reason why he got paid, Max. He's gonna he's make good. it all NBA defense team. Oh, this year. I love it. Obviously, or NBA defense, whatever it's called. Crazy length, crazy hands. There's a compilation on YouTube of him, A, crossing LeBron's wires, making him believe his feet when there's nowhere for him to go, and he's one of the most poised players in the league. He's got KD dribbling off his size 32 foot. He's punching one of Jaws jumpers into the first row. It's so fucking impressive to watch. He guards their best team every – he guards their best player every single night on the other team, um, and he's one of the main reasons why the Timberwolves are going to be top six in the West this year. But – yeah. Also, he's not just a defensive player. He gets downhill, sneaky fucking creation on offense, great shots for himself. Sneaky handle, has the length to finish over anybody. Great body control. He only averaged 12 last year, so I think if they get him more shots, he did shoot 40% from three last year, surprisingly, on like 3.5 attempts, but there's no reason why he can't average 16, 17 and really get this Timberwolves team over that play-in kind of hump that they've been riding on for so long. Um, do they have a video of him punching the wall and breaking his hand in the playoffs? <laughs> I, I don't know. Did they I not include that in the YouTube? Did they not include that one in the end? It's motivation for him to come back play better. Yeah, he knows he um, fucked up. I, I don't want to get him too motivated. He might punch a wall. Um, all right, Butsy. Wait, no, I, you went first. So it's my turn. Okay, that's no. how this works, Max. Good job. Got Good it. Job. All right, <laughs> you're getting it. Uh, my next pick is Devin Vassell out of the Spurs. Um, his three point shooting. He's been going off in the preseason. He looks really, really solid. He also just got paid. Um, I've been a fan of him for a while. I like that he's, you know, a lanky three and D guy and get hot really quickly. And 
he's adding some dimension to his game, like playmaking that um, we didn't see a ton uh, last or like in his earlier years. And the reason that I think he's going to break out is mo- it's pretty simple. There's going to be a lot more um, Spurs games that are televised because Wemby's on the team. And I think people are going to start to fall in love with the Spurs team as a whole. And I think people are going to really like find themselves watching Vassell um, when Wemby's not on the floor because this guy just kind of sticks out. He's so solid. And the way that he's just a microwave. Um, yeah. It, I love the Devin Vassell. And I think that he's going to, I don't know if he's going to make any like all-star teams or anything like that. I, I would be surprised if he makes an all NBA or an all-star team, but I do think people are going to, he might be up there like um, top three point percentage in the league. Um, I also wanted to pick Ben Shepard, but he's a rookie, but keep an eye out for him out of the Pacers. He is, he is Devin Vassell-esque, but, Let's see who's your pick. Oh my God, Chris Porzingis is so good. Um, this game is very sloppy early. Yeah, by the way, it's no, he just got need on a dunk. He's fine. Um, my pick is gonna be Jalen Brown's left hand to have a breakout season this year. No, no I'm just just joshing to change. Oh, no, that's oh, a good no, one. keep that. That's a, no, 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 made no, a good no. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I I don't. Oh, I don't fair. believe it. If I if I believed it, I would stick with it. Um, it's a I short pick. It. And yeah, it's it's. I mean, this is this is bad. Um, I'm going to take Mark Williams from Charlotte to have a breakout oh, year. Oh, Mac year. Williams, JD, Mac, Macky Mac. We're familiar Mackie with him. Mackie Mack from Duke. Um, he's got a 7-7 wingspan. Uh, the, I think he was the anchor of the eighth best defensive rating in the NBA after the All-Star break last year. Uh, he was a big part of it. I think he has incredible size. And you know what? He really moves well for a 7-footer, too. Uh, great footwork, great length, great defensive ability. Um, I think he's fast. I think he actually, you know, when you talk about comparisons – I think that he could be like a Nick Claxton type of defender uh, when it comes to consistency defending the paint. So look for Mark Williams to have a big breakout year this year on the glass um, and him for uh, mainly the paint too. I'll just all around on, on the defensive end and um, expect him to be like in defensive, uh, you know, first team conversations and that type of stuff. So looking forward to Mark Williams and Caleb, uh, not Caleb, Cade Cunningham this year. I'll there you go. And love. I think you get another pick there. Yeah, you get your last one, Butsy. Ooh, for my last pick. Glad you didn't come prepared. Love it. It's because I cough. took Pritchard. He was gonna take Pritchard. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna go Pritchard, yeah. my second pick. Um, I'm gonna go AJ Griffin from the Atlanta Hawks. Um AJ Griffin, God fearing man, by the way. Very he's a God fearing man. I don't know if you guys see his TikToks every now and then. Yeah. His TikToks Son of Adrian. Up. God, yeah, God for man. Um, I think he's really, really talented, and I think he's going to get an opportunity to shine this year. Um, I his game is is very solid. He's a good shooter. He's a good slasher. Um, and I I think he has the tools to to have a breakout year. Do I think he's going to be like any kind of all star or any kind of like make on all NBA team? Absolutely not. But do I think that he'll be on the on the court late when you know the Hawks are are in crunch time? Absolutely. So I think he'll be a good crunch time option and a crunch time player this year for the Hawks. Um, I think he's just going to keep progressing and getting better. Uh, we've seen that over the past couple of years that he just he keeps being in big moments, uh, and I think he'll continue to be in bigger moments this season. Good pick. Um, my pick is Josh Green of the Dallas Mavericks. Um, sort of Benedict Matherin-esque uh, in terms of how hard he plays. 
he is always running around the court. Um, he reminds me of I went to see Pacers Celtics in person, and Andrew Nemhard was like the guy that stuck out to me the most. Him and Benedict Matherin. Um, Andrew Nemhard guarded full court the entire time, um, and was really a pest. That's kind of what Josh Green does. He also just got paid again. Um, I think him and Ben Matt, uh, or not Ben Matt, but him and all the a lot of the guys are under the same um agency. So shout out to that agency. But yeah, I'm I'm all in for Josh Green. I think he's really awesome. He's very he's pretty raw, but he's one of those guys, sort of like a Christian Braun too, just like or Brown rather, just like extremely hard nosed, knows what to do with the basketball. It doesn't seem like the moment's ever too big for him. Um, he has a really high motor and yeah, I, I, I love watching him play. Uh, Jordan's raising his hand. What's up? Uh, how can you be so in on Josh green, but so out on the Mavericks? Um, because I don't think that, I think they're bad. They're so bad that it doesn't matter. Like he's not one, he's not going to start Two, I, um, I think that here's one. I don't think the way that Luka Doncic plays basketball right now is the winning way of playing basketball. Um, we went and looked. Who at said that on the pod earlier? Uh, you, you pro- I'm assuming you by the oh, question, but I don't okay, remember. Yeah, okay, all right, um, <laughs> we looked at like last year. We looked at the stats, right? Um, we talked about heliocentrism and how uh, we went through and looked at all of the years with the usage with the usage rates. And it, there's a there's a pretty obvious trend that teams that have a player with like over 32 percent of a usage rate, um, they tend to fizzle out and not be successful. I think. Right now, the way that Luca's been playing, he kind of makes it hard for his teammates to really thrive because what you need to be a teammate for Luca is just to be able to cut, um, hit threes, and play defense. But I think that kind of hinders bringing stars to play with him because they don't really want to be off ball like that. Um, I'm not saying that Josh Green is a star, but I don't think that he's going to be good enough or that this um, rise from him is going to be good enough to make them do anything in the West, in a hard West, too. It's, it's a great answer. Led with? I respect it. Um... I'm going to go with the hometown kid, the hometown hero, Quinn Grimes here. Another two-way player, 3-and-D type guy, but actually has probably the quickest release in the league. You cannot give him an inch of, inch of space. Steph Curry. Um, or he's going to make you pay. No, QG, <laughs> QG, QG's faster. I timed it. I timed are it you, myself. Are you – are you yeah. – <laughs> I timed it myself. Um, Digis. Stopwatch? Digis. The one thing that he hasn't really had in the past couple of years is the opportunity. Um, I think the continuity, <laughs> the continuity on this team is going to get him more shots because um, everyone knows how they play together and they're going to have some great chemistry. And he had some great moments in the playoffs. He, in our win at home game two against the Heat, he locked up Jimmy on the last possession of the game after he like hyperextended his knee like crazy and then got back and just showed the fucking dog in him, dude. I think he'll get more shots and he's going to be good. So look out for him. Butsy. Butsy. Uh, he he is getting cooked by Tatum right now. Just a just so he just gave up a bucket to Tatum, two buckets to Tatum actually in the last Isn't two possessions for the Celtics. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm I'm just calling it like I see it. Well, he can only go just, up. Just telling you what I see. <laughs> um, I actually think he's uh, an incredible defender, and I think the reason that do you? <laughs> I do. No, I actually do. I actually think he's a really good defender. It's a test. Um, yeah, it is. It it really is there, Max. Um, but I I think his offensive ability is very limited to to just the three. Uh I don't I don't what do you what do you mean what are you pointing on? What are you pointing on? That is, what do you, I'm putting a hat on my head because that's major cap. You, you think he can put it on the floor? Hunt dude he attacks closeouts all the time. Oh he's quick as fuck. Lightning in a bottle. 
lightning in a bottle. So why isn't he like the league MVP if all of these, he's, he's all of these facts about him are true? He's like the best defender probably in the NBA. Quickest uh, release. Lightning quick. He has quickest release. He's in a volume three-point shooter. Attacks Great closeouts. handle. Because, I mean, like the guy has because. it all. So why is he not? You don't the opportunity. get it. You don't get oh, it. The, Jordan, you're right. The opportunity. The opportunity. He also has no ego. So he's always like, that. oh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing, but uh, no, he's gonna. Uh, you, you do that a lot. Good pick there, Led. Uh, Jordan, what are you much. gonna pick now? Let's wrap this up. I think QG is the perfect basketball player after that, but I'm going with uh, a former New York Nick in Obi Toppin, who Evan Fournier. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> pronounce Fournier. Fournier. Uh, oh, yeah. give me Obi Toppin. I would know. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Go ahead, Jordan. Give me uh. Give me Obi Toppin in a big way on a new team with the Pacers. He didn't really carve out a role for himself last year on a pretty deep Knicks team. Led, I don't know how you felt about him, um, but I felt like he could have played more um, at least. He's uh, another guy with crazy talent, 6'9", 220, can run, freak athlete. Made a pretty big improvement last year from three, going from 30% the year before to 34%. I think if he gets that up a few ticks, if he gets that to 35, 36, I don't see why he can't average uh, like 15 a game with Halliburton setting him up um, in a in a high-tempo offense and getting a lot more minutes. So basically, I just dominated this draft. Pritchard, Maxi, Toppin, thank you for coming. Yeah, Toppin was I, a good I, pick. Toppin's a good pick. I think I think he's said anyone Pacers, Max would be like, oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> love that team. Great love pick. It's, it's such a good pick. He's uh, so right. Jordan, Jordan, I think he possibly could have gambled big time with Maxi. Like, if Maxi does, he averaged twenty last year. Like, you think he twenty four? Efficient twenty four. An efficient twenty four. Yeah, what's efficient a breakout 24. season after efficient twenty four? Yeah, like that's thirty. No, I'm saying no, no, he's, he's saying going to have an efficient twenty four. Max got it. Got it. Got program. it. Got it. Sorry. I was watching Julius Randall miss layups. I was locked in. Heads in the clouds, say, this guy. I will say, led Julius Randall just he's missed thirty layups. <laughs> 30, he's missed everything. That guy looks so bad. Led, yeah. why don't you get your ass over here? We can watch this thing. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a lot of fun. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then Jordan and I are going to come back and talk about this James Harden saga real quick. Woo! All right. I'm here with Jordan, and we are going to be kind of just working through this um, James Harden segment because. I mean, this is a very fascinating turn of events. I don't really know if we've seen That's anything quite like it. this. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever really seen anything like quite like this. We've seen um, disputes and all that type of stuff, but we've never seen it handled like this. So I'm going to run through a quick timeline before we fully get into it, um, and then we're going to go with it. So this timeline is per Alex Andijev at The Athletic. Shout out to Alex. Um, July 8th, 2022. Harden opts out of his $47.7 million player option to sign a two-year contract with a player option in his last year, taking a $15 million pay cut with the idea that Moray and him will, would agree on a new expensive deal, quote, later. Okay. June 29th, 2023, Harden then gets persuaded to opt into his $35.6 million player option to work for a trade. The team says that they, they quote, do not see him as their future. July 18th, 2023, Daryl Morey goes on radio and says that the Sixers need the, quote, right return for Harden in a trade. August 12th, 2023, Sixers then end trade talks for James Harden, say they want him for camp. Harden's side says he does not want to be in Philly. Then, August 14th, 2023, in China for an Adidas event, Harden calls Morey, quote, a liar and says, quote, Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be part of an organization that he's a part of. Um, 
let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Harden doubled down on the sentiment a few days later in an interview with KHOU 11 News Houston, telling the outlet that he believes relationship with Morey and the Sixers is, quote, beyond repair. August 19, 2023, NBA launches a probe into the Harden comments and finds him two days later, uh, sorry, three days later, $100,000 for his comments. September 26th, Sixers signed Kelly Oubre. Uh, we talked about this on the show. Kelly Oubre um, is the baby daddy of uh, James Harden's ex-girlfriend. Um, October 2nd, 2023, Harden skips media day for the Sixers. October 13th, 2023, Harden says he wanted to, quote, retire Sixer and blames Moray for that not happening. Then um, October 23, 23rd, 2023, Harden no show Sixers practice. Yesterday, which is October 2024, um, New York Post, quote, Harden won't play for the Sixers for a long time. He is doubtful to play Wednesday and still in touch with Nick Nurse. Um, then today comes out that Harden showed up to the practice facility with his bags packed and the Sixers turned him around and said, no, you're not coming with us to <laughs> the uh, Milwaukee, to Milwaukee for their game. Um, this is a mess. What like what what are your thoughts on this, Jordan? Because I just want like I just want to talk it out with you. Yeah. So when they found James Harden in Houston when the Sixers had practice, I was just dying laughing. Hilarious. Instantly, instantly made a video about it on TikTok. Um, go go watch it. It's really funny. Links in the description. I, yeah, links in the description always. I think. I mean, what what is Harden's plan now? Why why did he show up to the Sixers facility with his bags like he was ready to play? To me. I, I'm not really buying it. I think uh, he's probably 15 pounds overweight. He was probably planning on uh, playing, so he didn't get fined, but playing poorly and still keeping his trade request um, and just kind of tanking the team like he did in Houston until they trade him. I think that the Sixers knew that, um, and they told him to stay at home. So my overall take is that he will be traded to the Clippers at some point this season. Um, I will I'll leave it there, and we can get into the details later. Um, I think – that he showed up because there's a there's this weird rule where it's like he has to he can't be out of work for 30 days and if he is um the Sixers can kind of control his free agency options like he can't go to free agency next year um if that happens so I think that's why he showed up finally because he was kind of teetering on the 30 days and then for them to send them away I don't know if that means like that that now counts as him attempting to go back you know what I'm saying or if those 30 days days are still active um I don't know what happens because the Clippers pulled their name out of the the hat for James Harden today. They said they're not pursuing him anymore. Um, I think you. I don't know what happens. I I just wanted to talk about it a little bit because I think it's like fascinating. Because I mean, is there any other suitor for him? No. I, yeah. I and why don't not? Think so. Um, because of this, because he's quit on now four teams. Um, yeah. Three teams or four. OKC, Rockets, Brooklyn, and Sixers. he didn't quit on OKC, did he? So we'll give it three. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it three. But still, um, pretty absurd to quit on three teams in like five years. So, um, he's also aging. He's flamed out in the playoffs. Um, for doesn't really take care career. of his body. Doesn't take care of his body. So he's a good player. He was twenty-one and eleven last year, I think. Led the league in assists. Um, that's why I think the Clippers would want to pursue him. Um, I think he'd be a good fit for the Clippers. I. It seems like. Uh, they wouldn't have to give up too much because there are no 
other bidders. And if the Clippers are out, then there are really no bidders at all. So I don't know what the Sixers plan is, but I, I think their best course of action would be to trade him to the Clippers. Um, I think Harden is too stubborn. He's too much of a drama queen and has too big of an ego to play well for the Sixers this year. Yeah. All right. Any other Harden on the Sixers things? Um, why do you think it would work? Do you, or do you think the Clippers trade makes sense for Harden? Because I personally don't. I think, I think for Harden or for the Clippers? For the Clippers, rather, my bad. So I do think it works. Do I think they like win the championship? Absolutely not. Um, but if I were the Clippers, would I give up, you know, I don't know, some pieces, some second rounders, um, and maybe a player? I, yeah, I think I would because they just built the new stadium. Um, they've tripled, doubled and tripled and quadrupled down on this Kawhi PG experiment. Um, they should probably blow it up. Uh, they should definitely blow it up, but they have made no move to do so. So if they're not going to blow it up, if they're going to actually try and contend, I think James Harden makes them better. I think they've been in need of a point guard ever since Kawhi and PG arrived. And Harden um, showed last year that he can be an unselfish player. So I think Harden would certainly make them a better overall team. And if you're the Clippers and you're trying to contend, go get him. Yeah, why not? I have uh, like three questions with that. I just think it's like, could he and Russ work out together for a third time? Um, what does he look like? What version of Harden are you getting? And then what are you giving up? And I, I, I'm just yeah. not a Harden person. Um, and I think you're bringing in another, honestly, locker room cancer along, along with Kawhi, who hasn't always proven to be the easiest to manage. Um, you're bringing in Harden, who, let's just put it bluntly, he's he's not easy to manage either. So. I don't yeah. know if I'm the Clippers. I'm not. I'm not going after this. I think there's moves to be made, but I don't think Harden's the move that you should make. And so, we agree wholeheartedly on the off the court stuff. Um, cancer, sure. Probably not in the best shape. Sure, definitely hurts the locker room. Um, on the court, disagree. he makes sense. We disagree on the on the court stuff because I think he's a great fit on the court. I think he's exactly what they need. Um, if he comes in in shape and tries hard which I think at least for this year I, I absolutely think he would because he has free agency coming up um, and he still wants one more contract so I, I do think at least for this year it makes sense I think he'd make them better um, just because he's the point guard in terms of the Russ thing I mean Russ is going to come off the bench I don't think you really have to worry about Russ like fitting with Harden I don't think that's a, a huge thing um, I think you have to worry about Russ fitting overall in the team I don't I think that's a Russ issue not a Harden issue so that's where I'm at with it. Um, do you have yeah. any other questions? Like, what would they give up? That's where I don't really know. Um, but they don't I have like any draft Sixers, capital. I feel like the Sixers would take anything. So that's why I, I think they could well, get him for pretty cheap. And he's see, he's a damn good player if you get him for cheap. But I disagree because it's like they want Terrence Mann. That's the reason they're not. They're, like, it, from all so, all the outlets we've heard, it says that Morey is holding this up because he wants a better player. And what's wrong with giving up Terrence Mann? Because like, he's really good and it's I don't They barely think... played him. Like I know, I don't. I he, did he not needs help to them. be moved, but I think you can get a better player than Harden for him. Oh, I disagree. With In that, a vacuum, definitely. no. I'm I'm not talking. I'm not talking on. I'm talking a player with less baggage. I don't think NBA execs want to deal with Harden, and I think that if anything, there's probably a little bit of collusion going on between NBA execs that are like, hey, if we want this player empowerment era to slow down and to stop, um, we need to we need to put our foot down on um you know scenarios like the dame scenario and this one these are prime examples that are like if you they set precedents right and i think that if anything there's probably a little bit of collusion from um nba executives being like just let's not move this guy let's just you know let it let it simmer and all right that's so why. 
that could certainly be true, first of all. But also, what do you think happens if he doesn't get moved? I mean, nobody wants him. The Sixers just wait this out until they get some good offer. Like, is anyone going to make that good offer? I don't really see it happening. Do you remember Ben Simmons? Uh, yeah, Mori has a history of waiting this out. He that's the Ben Simmons was the same scenario. It was what is he going to do? He was no, twenty two no, or something. I, mean, I know, but you're saying he's going to be so good on the court, like then there's inherent. I think he'd be good with the Clippers. I I don't think uh, there's yeah. So very then many I think they sit and they wait to do that. I think they sit and they wait until the Clippers get to a point where they're like, "Hey, we need we need to make this move here." If they ever get to that point, yeah. I okay. I I'm with you there. That's uh some common ground that we found. Yeah. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad we found it. All right. That's going to do it for our NBA Palooza episode. A lot of fun. I can't wait to talk NBA. We're going to have, um, you know, Letty on very often. We're going to have Butsy on. You and me, we're going to be talking a ton of NBA this season. Um, Chris Porzingis MVP odds. We're going to be talking about that, uh, things of that nature. But, yeah, thank you all for listening. We'll be back later in the week. And peace.